Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, Scott here. Walking the dog again. Come here, idiot. You cannot eat that. Frick. Um, anyway, thought I'd take a minute and do a quick, uh, quick episode of the diary. Um, I want to talk about something I mentioned in a comic strip the other day. Oh, don't poo here. Not here, please. Oh, Rainer, seriously. I don't have a bag. All right, well, Jim Rainer, the female dog, has decided to use a very inopportune moment to drop her kibble, as it were. And we're going to have to loop around and get a bag. Come on. Yeah, yeah, bury it. Like, you're, you're such a... Look at those instincts kicking in, burying it. Um, anyway... So uh, this idea of paralysis of choice keeps coming up. And it's not just like, you know, I, I remember studying this a little bit in college where I had a bunch of marketing classes and stuff. And, and a lot of it was about, all right, well, if you're going to have, you know, 10 different kinds of washer dryers, or let's just be more specific. Let's say refrigerator, because that other one's even more complicated. Come on, Rainer. If you had the choice of 10 different refrigerators, which is probably not all that crazy. That's actually something you could do. I hope this isn't getting all windy. You know what? I'm going to listen and make sure. Hold on. Okay, sorry, I'm back. Um, All right, 10 refrigerators, right? And the big difference between them is maybe sometimes it's just color, or this one has uh, better capacity for uh, frozen stuff in the freezer part, or this other one has... A thing that makes it so you never have to defrost it again, or whatever all your options are, and then they, you know, they have a range in cost and all that. Oh, Rainer, going for number, going for second round, phase two. Come on. Uh, <clears throat> and the theory was, at least when I was taking those classes, and you read a bunch of stuff about it today, is that you're put into a bit of a paradox, a place they refer to, at least more modernly, as choice paralysis and this idea of too many choices makes it so we feel like we have no choice at all like the granularity of choices is a hard one it's the argument between 
you know, some iOS fans would tell you that they like getting iPhones because it's just simple. You just pick the color and the new model you want and you're done. And people on the Android side were like, no, I like variety and all these different brands and everything. But some people see, you know, 12 different brands with three different models each starting to get into the choice paralysis area. Um, and a lot of ways people get around that, just like with phones, is they start to get tribal about it. And they pick one and stick to it. And, you know, whether they, whether they really believe they made the right choice or not, um, you know, they got to plant their flag someplace. And so it's a much more visceral sort of decision. But choice paralysis comes in all, all uh, forms, right? Like, I suppose we as human beings think it's best to have as much choice as possible. And part of me still thinks that. But then when I get right down to it, it's a big pain in the butt to make a decision. And this isn't even about a product or something like that for me. I'm in this choice paralysis based on what do I do next? I have so many things going on. And, and I'm not whining because this is all my own creation. This is all my own doing. No one's at fault but me. Come on. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll have a to-do list that's like 50 tasks long, all of which really should be done. And I just look at it. Rainer, you're fine. It's a sign. It's not a dog. Um, I'll look at it and just go, I don't know what to do right now. Well, I could do these five things, but which one's more important? I don't know. Like, it takes me way too long to decide, and then I can't decide, and then it's like, well, I guess I'll just do the easy thing, and then you realize it's not as easy as you thought it was. I mean, it's just like a... It's just too many, right? What you're supposed to be able to do, the dream, the goal, is to be able to look at a list of 50 things and go, oh yeah, this is the this is the priority. These three I can get done before lunch. Those two I can do right after. This other one I don't even need to do this week, so I'm going to push that. Like, I know, I've read getting things done. I know what's up, right? I understand how it's logically supposed to go. But I'm telling you, at some point, <clears throat> when you fill your career with 20 rad things to do, all of them are cool. Trying to decide where to put your focus is, is hard. So, I don't know. This is something I'm just dealing with. Come on. So there are days where like I'll have 20 things to do and I'll just go, all right, well, how about I just go walk the dog like right now? <laughs> Try to clear my head and... Oh, another dog. You gonna freak out? Come on. Airplane, it's flying awful low. I don't think there's a municipal a municipal airport around here outside of Salt Lake International, so I don't know why they're so close to the to the earth. It's a much lighter breeze today, so hopefully the mic isn't making a bunch of noise. I hate it when that happens, so I apologize if it's bad. Um, but then it also extends into like free time, like you know, I'm trying to reserve some time for myself to do the stuff I want to do. Let's say for me, that's, I want to get further in Doom and play more video games and catch up on some other games and whatever. There's video games I want to play. That's one of my, my pastimes. And I open up just my, just my Steam list, not count my PSN list or my phone or my tablet or anything else where video games live. Just opening Steam. And I'm presented with like, I don't know, over the years, over the last 10 years, like 
I don't know, 800 games or some crazy number. And uh, even if I just look at the, the releases of more recent memory, and all of them need finishing or playing or to start them at all, and I just look at them and go, I don't know which one. I don't know. Back in the day, it was easy. You went and picked, you went and waited in line till 6 a.m. at Software Etc. and got a copy of Flashback for the Genesis, and that's the only game you had for three months. Because that was, you know, all you wanted to spend money on, or it's all you could afford, or or there were no other AAA titles coming out at the kind of rate that we get them now. By AAA, I don't mean big, expensive ones. I mean like, you know, good games. These days, it's every couple of weeks. Like, there's no longer like a slow period. For games I don't I mean there is but it's all relatively moved up so the slow period feels like the old fast period and the fast period feels like chaos come on this side of the road dummy Rainer this side of the road there you go good girl no this side come on no oh, we'll go this side come on hi good morning Rainer stopped come on barking at people he looked like a very nice guy don't bark what do you think you saw there you racist. He was Japanese-American. And Rainer's still feeling the sting of World War II from her time in the Pacific. Come on. Or she's just dumb. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, where was I? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, even then it's hard. Or, here's a better one. I got shelves of DVDs I haven't watched forever. I've got Hulu, Netflix, HBO Go, or Now, and... Uh, I don't know, whatever else. A bunch of digital files I ripped from my own DVDs. A bunch of Blu-rays. You know, downloadable seasons from shows from Amazon and iTunes and whoever. Google Play, whatever. There's another problem. It's like, well, you guys want to just watch something random? Sure. And you just start digging through, like, even one service, looking through Netflix for something. And there's, like, a thousand things you could watch. And you end up not watching anything. In fact, in theory, the movie you watched was called Watch Scott Flip Through the Categories on the TV, which is not a very exciting film. Uh, it's a real bummer, man. What do they, what do they call that? An embarrassment of riches? Hey, stop. Rainer, quit it. By the, by the, uh, whoops, by the kindergarten over here. A bunch of laughing kids. They don't know what it's like yet to be paralyzed by choice. They don't know about this embarrassment of riches yet. Maybe they never will. I remember Dad talking about this a little bit. When we were kids and cable TV happened in my young years, I think, we, I, think I saw cable the first time when I was maybe, I don't know, 10 or something. And I remember him saying, boy, it was sure easier before. You just had three networks and... Like a local local PBS thing. That, that was your those were your choices. That was your menu. And you know now look at it. There's 300 of these things. Where the crap do we go? I didn't really think about it then, but he's kind of right, you know. And then you know look at it now. It's not just all this on-demand stuff, which is all I do to get TV and consume it. I don't have live TV. I'm a cord cutter. Um, now you're presented with just as much or more content I would say more content and you can DVR it and 
watch part of it live, pause it, come back, finish it later. Like, it's not like, oh, we got to get home. It's Friday night. Uh, you know, I freaking night riders on. If we don't catch it now, we won't. We we won't get to see it till they do reruns in the summer. Oh no! And we have to live with all these commercials, and you know, this is a different time. So when these kids grow up, you know, what are they gonna do? Go? Oh, I can't believe. Uh, I used to only be able to walk around in one VR experience. Now I can just. I mean, are you pooping or peeing? Okay. Now I can just uh, phase into other people's worlds or whatever. I don't know what it'll be for them. So boo-hoo, what was me, right? Embarrassment of riches. Hey, stop it. That's the old phrase. And it's all so cheap and so easy to get into. And, uh, it's just ironic, the, the, <laughs> the part of my life I could use to distract me from the stuff I need to get done, I then, get, I then have to be distracted from because over there is just too many things to choose from. I just feel like I need a simplification, you know? I don't know what that entails yet, what that means. Like even now, I've got like two TV shows I'm trying to catch up on and a book I'm reading. And I'm excited about all of it. But why can't I just go, now, finish this book, and then in a few months you can, you can catch up on that show. Who cares? But my brain's like, no, no, no. Consume it all. You never know, you know when the zombies are going to come or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a thought. <clears throat> and hopefully one that is not boring you as I exclaim it on this recording. Hope you're all doing well. I am starting... Okay, so I am excited about this. Uh, I better hurry up and do it before someone steals my idea. But the other day on the morning show, I had this thought. Because I've, I know virtually nothing about Pokemon. Um, the only Pokemon I'm familiar with is Pikachu. And even then, I, I kind of can't picture him in my head right. It was never meant for me or my generation. But it was there, and I know a lot of people who are into it who are my age, and that's fine. This isn't about that. Rainer, come on. That's another dog's poo, not yours. Come on. What are you hoping to find out there, CSI? Ugh. Anyway. Oh my gosh, she is out of control today. Um... So I don't know much about them. I know, oh, the only things I know are this. I've heard the name Bulbasaur, Charizard, and I've seen Pikachu, who I think is an evolved version of a, something called a Pika or a Piku or whatever, but I know nothing else. I don't watch the movies. I haven't seen the cartoons. I'm not into the games. Uh, you know, we'll see what Nintendo does with mobile and maybe I'll get into it, but right now I don't know. So what I thought would be fun is to take the original 151, which I guess is canon, right? That there were 151 poke, men, <laughs> Pokemon that were originally uh, there, and then since they've added a ton. Uh, I want to take the original 151 and draw them, either put them up on a Tumblr blog or maybe even make a book out of it, I don't know, but draw each one until I have drawn all 151 purely from either memory, in the case of Pikachu, 
which will look real interesting, or just from what they sound like. Like if there's something called, I don't know if this is true, but if there's one called Bongo, then I'll, <laughs> I'll try to, you know, in my head I'm going to come up with what I think these things look like, and I'm not going to look at the other ones visually, because I never have anyway. I will not look at them until I'm done with it, maybe each one, but I don't want to see it until I'm done to see if I'm even close. Because in a lot of those cases, those names, my understanding is that they're meant to be descriptive of the kind of creature they are, right? So something has, I don't know, green leaf in his name. He's going to have probably some sort of plant attributes or whatever, and so on. And again, outside of Pikachu, I have no idea. So, I think that'd be really fun. So it'd be my interpretation of these, these otherwise nonsense words, since I'm not a fan. And then I think some Pokemon people might be into that. Come on. This way, dip crap. That way. Come on. She always thinks there's something going on somewhere that's better than here. Well, you guys have to let me know what you think. This whole part of this walk is uphill. That's why I'm breathing so hard. Come on. Get a little cardio. Need to get back, get in the shower, do DTNS with Tom Merritt. Continue with my day. But if you like the idea, uh, let me know on uh, Twitter, at Scott Johnson, or you can just email me and tell me. Scott at frogpants.com. Maybe it's a terrible idea. Maybe I'm up in the night. Maybe... Maybe this is dumb. I just like the idea of interpretive art. You know? Especially something that's, in my circles, well, relatively known, you know? The Pokemon universe is not that far afield from other things I'm into. Um, so I'm just fascinated by that idea. And it's hard to come up with original ideas anymore. So here's one right here. Hello, garbage truck. It's garbage day. Good luck on all your garbage retrieval. I hope you got Arcan, because it is full of crap. All right, I'm heading in. Thank you guys for joining me. I'll see you next time on another episode of The Diary. You're all wonderful people. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Bye now.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.